This is Radio Influence. Podcasting redefined. You've seen Chef Ryan Duffy on Spike TV's Bar Rescue, NBC's Today Show, and opening bars and restaurants all over the world. Now he's sharing his stories, his friends, and some tips of the trade he's learned along the way. Prepare yourself to get Duffified. This is Duffified Live with Chef Brian Duffy on Radio Influence. Good morning. Guess what? It's Duffified Live. Hey, guys, I'm really sorry about last week. Uh, I've been traveling a tremendous amount. I've been on and off the road uh, for the last couple of weeks. It's just been complete mayhem Um, between Vegas and uh, opening this restaurant in Wildwood and then hopping down to Jamaica for a couple of days, which, by the way, is where I am right now. So that's why this uh, audio sounds a little bit odd. But um, let's get down to business. So uh, starting over the last couple of weeks, it's just been kind of, uh, I'm not even kidding you, like a mayhem, like a whirlwind of stuff that I just haven't, I, I mean, I can't believe the amount of places that I've been and what's been happening. So, um, you know, let's kind of break down Vegas a little bit from the start. So nightclub and bar, we were out there, had an amazing week. Uh, I get out there typically on Saturday afternoons. Um, I go to the convention center and to give you guys an idea of what I do for nightclub and bar. So I am on the board, the admin board for the nightclub and bar show. So we come up with all these crazy new ideas um, that are going to happen at the show every single year. We break it out. We have teams. We have groups that we all get into. And we each kind of work on these projects. So <clears throat> for me, about two years ago, I got involved in this whole process called the Food and Beverage Innovation Center. So we all went back and forth on the names and on the board. It went back and forth the whole nine yards. But for me, the idea of the Food and Beverage Innovation Center was going to be something that was super cool because it's really just like I'm sick and tired of going into these small bars and restaurants around the world. And you guys know I travel a lot. So, but I'm tired of going into these places every single week and seeing the same shit over and over again. I'm so tired of seeing these guys remaking mozzarella sticks or remaking these crazy Guy Fieri style burgers just because of the fact that they think that that's the direction that they have to go. So, and a lot of times what's happening with it is the, the items are being created by U.S. Food, Cisco, and all those guys, which don't get me wrong. I love my relationships with each one of them. But one of the problems that I'm finding is that we are getting away from the basics of cooking because we are adding in all of this prepackaged box stuff that just it doesn't work. It's not as good as it should be. And in reality, the small the smaller operations are paying more money for this product. Because of the fact that they think they're saving money when it comes to labor. Even though we already have our kitchen staff in the kitchen all day, all night long anyway, we may as well utilize these guys to do stuff. So my motto for this whole thing is really simple. It's that it's time to get the box cutters out of our chef's hands and replace them with knives. We used to be a, a, a profession of knives and now we're a profession of box cutters. And again, I'm not trying to be belittle or rip apart any of these broadline food purveyors. But what I am trying to say is that well, you guys are making it, you're making it almost, it costs us more money to buy from you because of these products. All right. So if, and hey, I'd love to have a food purveyor on one day that can have this conversation with me so that we can discuss it. And I understand what you guys are trying to do. But when I'm brought to Atlantic City to go see a show, a food show, so that I can be shown something such as riced cauliflower, which I can make for in 30 seconds in my own kitchen, but it's $5 a pound from a broadline purveyor, I got a problem with that. Now, I understand 
that there are restaurant owners and bar and nightclub owners out there that don't have the means or the money to be putting together these grandiose menus. But that's okay because we are able to teach you guys this stuff. From the crew of people that I bring out to Vegas with us, from the consulting that I do, that some of my partners do in some of this stuff, it's a major, major play. So for me... Um, I really wanted to get the Food and Beverage Innovation Center up and off the ground because it was such an amazing opportunity to partner up with a company like Middleby Equipment who hooks us up with stuff like Blodgett and the Perfect Fry and um, the Crispin Hold and <coughs> excuse me, Turbo Chef. I mean, Turbo Chef alone, if you think it cooks 15 times faster than a conventional oven, we're able to do like, you know, we're able to put crab cakes in there and get them done in a minute and a half to two minutes. I mean, these are some pretty awesome technological advances in the food industry that we're doing. And I want to bring these items to the, the forefront so people can check these things out. You know, we were able to partner up this year with a whole bunch of different sponsors from Ergo Chef on all of our knives to front of house who handled every single one of our plates and all of the disposables that we gave away to over 40, 40 45, 4,000, 4,500. I don't even know how many demos we did that day, but we ended up serving a little bit over 4,500 people. So we had all these amazing little plates and tasting plates that were all put together by front of house as well. Uber Bar Tools did all of the bar tools, plus we gave away bar kits for the whole show. We gave away knife kits from Ergo Chef to different people that were in the audience. Um, we had Fusion Chef out there with their uh, their immersion circulators, their sous vide machines. Um, we had uh, Henkelman out there for our vac sealers. We had Roboku. You know, we had a tremendous amount of sponsors, plus all the help that we received from the California or the the uh, Culinary Academy at Las Vegas with 26 to 34 different students that showed up, including mixologists. I mean, it was just an awesome show. And we had amazing chefs that we got to pop up on stage, all of whom are good friend of, friends of mine, all of whom have been on the show. We're talking about Kayla Robeson out of Cincinnati and Keith Breedlove out of Sacramento, Panini Pete out of Alabama, and Nick Liberato out of L.A., um, Matt Varga out of Rhode Island, Providence, Rhode Island, and Chad Rosenthal out of uh, Ambler, Pennsylvania. We all get up. We do these crazy demos. Um, uh, uh, Panini did uh, a really cool burger uh, or a really cool octopus puss fritter that we did in like a teckanyaki style that was really, really pretty cool. Um, we popped that into the perfect fry. And uh, uh, Chad Rosenthal did this amazing banh mi. Um, Nick Libs did this great crab dish. Um, and, you know, Kayla made an awesome burger again. And uh, who else was out there? Keith uh, Breedlove made these beautiful, this beautiful meatloaf that we were originally going to do with Impossible Meat, but there was an issue with the Impossible Meat once it came in, which was weird. Because I've been seeing a lot of stuff with this Impossible Meat lately. And if you guys don't know what it is, Impossible Burger is what it's called. It's a whole wheat-based protein, uh, full plant-based, um, which is pretty wild for the way that it works. And it's got a mouthfeel as well as a tempability of a burger. So it's pretty cool. Not a commercial for Impossible Burger, but kind of a pretty cool thing. I've heard some really good stuff about it, and I've heard some really bad stuff about it. So as with anything, especially new and innovative products, these things just happen. You know, it's stuff that you have to deal with. So um, if you guys are out there and you see the Impossible Burger, one, let me know. Take a picture of it on the menu and send it back to me because I want to see what people are charging for this. Because the burger itself costs $4 for us to bring into the restaurants. Four bucks. It doesn't even cost us that much to put a fucking burger, a regular burger on the plate. So now we're taking a wheat-based product and we're, we're, we're charging four bucks a piece for it. 
So in the restaurant that I just opened, we actually put the Impossible Burger on. And if you wanted to have the Impossible Burger done as any other burger, it's a $5 upcharge on top of that burger. So you're automatically hitting 18 There's only so much I can do. I can't eat that cost up that much just to offer a good vegan or vegetarian product. So definitely check that out if you guys get around to it on that on that uh, Impossible Burger. So, um, But one of the greatest parts about the show is the fact that we get to really kind of run around and and teach people these new and innovative ways to do really awesome things within their restaurants. And that's why I bring in these this, this variety of chefs that we do. You know, Panini Pete is a sandwich shop, but he's a CIA grad. You know, he's, he's, he owns the number one sandwich shop in Alabama. Chad Rosenthal's a barbecue guy who's just crushing it within his restaurants, doing an amazing job. You know, I mean, he's got barbecue, he's got banh mi shops, he's doing a beautiful job. Nick Liberato literally transformed an iconic restaurant in California called uh, the Venezuela. You know, you used to be able to buy an eight ball out of the back of there. Now you're getting breakfast sandwiches. You know, you're getting amazing burgers and, and, and handheld foods that you can bring out of the back window. It's beautiful. Did an amazing job. Keith Breedlove, amazing history, great lineage within, within the industry. Corporate executive chef for a while. Did that for years. Executive chef for years. Now he owns a food truck. Now he's his own boss. Now he creates amazing food in Sacramento. Matt Varga, more of our classical guy, classical French cooking in, the, in, in his style from what he's learned. And he does really, really cool stuff up at Gracie's up in Providence, Rhode Island. Kayla Robeson, self-taught in a lot of cases for what she does. But at the same time, she just crushes it, makes amazing burgers and stuff which, for, what, for what she does. But she's also very talented in a bunch of different areas. You know, it's pretty cool to watch. Um, uh, who else am I have on there? Nick Liberato, I talked about. Me, you know, I do my stuff too. I do my kind of weird things that I do. I do my little infusion things that I put together. And um, this year I did I did something called the Noodle Trail. Um, I utilized Sun Noodles and I made a whiskey uh, bone broth uh, that was beautiful. That we did with some bacon and we did some some dried uh, salami and supersad and uh, some prosciutto and stuff like that that we ended up putting into this dish with a whole bunch of really nice pickled vegetables. Um, I've been, I'm a huge fan of ramen, so I wanted to do something different because guess what? This is a highly profitable item that you can put together on a menu that, that it literally just costs nothing. It's pennies. The noodles are like 40 cents. You know, you're putting small amounts of protein and stuff in there. It's not like you're loading this up and you can charge $14, $15, $16 for these dishes and they're inexpensive to put out with high flavors. So I'm a huge fan. Plus, Sun Noodles also makes these great sauces that you can add into their noodles for their broth. They'll even come out and teach you and give you a class on the best way to cook their noodles and the best way to do their broth. Think about that. They're so confident in their product that they want to show you the best way to do it. Like that to me is massive. That to me is huge. So, you know, let's not bullshit here. You know, we're talking about Vegas. And despite the amount of work that goes in, me going in on Saturday, getting everything set up, going in on Sunday, getting everything set up, meeting with the chefs on on uh, Monday morning. You know, uh, Russ uh, Zito, who's an instructor from the uh, Johnson and Wales in Providence, Rhode Island, comes out and he kind of he's the coordinating chef for a lot of this stuff. He sets up the prep lists and everything, puts it all together. And then this is how we execute. And he did an amazing job this year. Um, And it's just a huge collaboration of chefs. So, you know, when you get that many chefs in one room and I'm running around like a madman. I've got, uh, I did a whole class on uh, updating your updated bar menu. Plus I had to do a sanitation class after that. Plus I had meetings throughout the whole day for bar crashers and everything else that's going on with that with Questex. And then on top of it, we've got the nightclub and, you know, we've got the show floor that's going on that I'm on the board for. I missed my, uh, my admin meeting because I was on a conference call. 
So after the, during the show days, we end up working our asses off. We have all the chefs who come into the kitchens. Everybody's working the whole time. It's a huge 14,000 square foot booth that we've got all of these chefs in there and their whites and their hats, the whole nine yards. And then all of the chefs that we're bringing in from, from around the country are in there as well. And they're prepping with the students. People are walking by getting to see this awesome active kitchen that's happening directly in front of them, which I think is really pretty cool. To me, that's like, that's the epitome of it. And then you get to walk through, we give you a big fat cocktail, you get yourself something to eat, you're pretty happy after you watch a little demo of some really, really interesting people. To me, that's pretty awesome. This week, we're super cool because of the fact that it is HelloFresh. Yeah, HelloFresh, man. So I, uh, I'm a chef, we all get that, we know this whole world. There's a couple of really cool things that go on with this. One, um, you know, because I'm a chef, I, I, everybody assumes that I cook all the time, that I'm in my house, I'm cooking, I'm making these grandiose meals for the girls and all that stuff. It's not the way it happens. In reality, my daughter got to the HelloFresh box before I did the other day. And what's kind of cool is uh, they have this awesome selection of stuff that you get to choose from. You can choose classic, veggie, or family. And this week, I chose family. So one of the, some of the stuff, or some of the stuff that we got in the box was... We got this crazy pork dish with a sun-dried cherry uh, reduction that goes in there. Um, we got a uh, we got quesadillas, so we were able to do like chicken quesadillas with this fajita seasoning that was awesome. Plus, we also got to make uh, zucchini and chicken sausage pizza. So Fiona gets involved in this stuff all the time, and it kind of helps out because there's this huge kind of excitement of cooking that starts to happen. Um, you know, people uh, get involved uh, for cooking for all different reasons. And I'll tell you what, one of the great things about HelloFresh is the fact that my daughter and I now get to cook together. So, you know, we would always cook together before, but she loves the idea of the recipes that are there. Because everything is so simple and convenient for what they have. All the ingredients come pre-measured. They're handy, label-mealed kits. So you know which ingredients go with each, each recipe. Um, they get delivered to the door. And, and it's funny because Fiona immediately takes a picture of the box and texts me and says, Hey, Dad, it's here. Can I start? So I might get home and Fiona's kind of banging it out uh, when she's already into it. But it's kind of cool because there's there's also a whole bunch of benefits of subscribing to all of this. So you guys can keep it week after week. Um, you spend less time meal planning and grocery shopping each week and get that time back to do more of what you love. Um, we get delicious filling meals delivered right to the door every single week for less than $10 a serving. And it also involves free shipping. And here's the deal. For you guys, you guys are 100% ready to rock and roll. You're going to get $30 off your first week of HelloFresh. All you have to do is visit HelloFresh.com and then enter the promo code that we're going to get for this, which is CHEF30, okay? So that's the key there. We're going to do this. We're going to bang it out. I want you guys to get involved because you know what? It's just super easy, man. There's really no big deal. Hey, I lied about that code, by the way. I'm very sorry. The code is actually Duffy30. So all you have to do is go to HelloFresh.com, and then you're going to add in the promo code of Duffy30, and you're getting 30 bucks off your first order, okay? So do me a favor. Head over there right now. Go to HelloFresh.com. Type in the promo code of Duffy30. You guys are going to get 30 bucks off. I want full pictures of everything you're going to do. I want to know every single part of what you put together for the meals because I've already gotten a whole bunch of packages in, and I'll tell you what I have put together, some pretty cool meals. 
At the same time, my daughter and I get to have a boatload of fun talking about a whole bunch of easy stuff when it comes to selection. It's, it's kind of a, like a, like an excitement of cooking in certain ways because, like for me, it's my daughter. She loves getting involved. Simple and convenient. All this stuff shows up. Benefits of subscribing is really easy because of the fact the stuff gets delivered on the day that you want. You get to choose exactly what you're going to use with that. Whether you want to go in with something like a classic, something like a vegetarian option, or even family options. Each box is made up of fresh, responsibly obtained ingredients from carefully selected farms and high-rated, trusted sources. All right? That's it. Each week, there's a 20-minute meal on the classic menu for when you don't have more time than that. So dig into these stuff. Go to HelloFresh.com. Put the forward, or put the promo code of Duffy30. Get 30 bucks off your first order. As we kind of go on, you know, again, I keep saying this, but we're in Vegas, man. It's a big, big week. So... We get to go out. So uh, Saturday night, um, I, I, I had met some friends. Um, actually, I met I met my friend uh, um, Diane, who uh, lives in San Diego and happened to be in Vegas that weekend. And went to this awesome place um, called District One, where we went in for noodles. I went in and had ramen, and she had this lobster ramen that was pretty awesome. This lobster pho that was pretty awesome. Um, Mine was good. Mine was really good. It wasn't as as good as the next or two nights later where we went to this little place next to it, but I'll get into that in a second. But, you know, so we all go out to uh, this place called the Sparrow and Wolf. And this was Sunday night. We went to Sparrow and Wolf and it was all the chefs and um, just a very, very aggressive, very talented group that put together some amazing dishes. And one of the favorite dishes that I had was this maitake dish that was just beautiful. Um, with a whole bunch of different flavors of, the, of mushrooms and these dried out maitakes that were on top that were just burst. They were literally just exploded with flavor. It was a really, really neat experience. And with all chefs going out to do this, you, know, you can't beat that. I had this beautiful duck dish with a really nice seared foie that was put right on top of it. Um, this sweet potato that just blew me away. I mean, it was a fucking sweet potato, but it was brilliant in the, in the execution of it. They really did a beautiful job. It must have been a sous vide and then a finalize in the oven with a roast. But they did a really, really nice job on it. Very, very fine shaving of bacon that was added at the end uh, with a creme fraiche over top of it and just a really, really nice fine herb salad that was over top of that. It was really very nice. So I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. Then we ended up going to the old classic, uh, which was pretty funny because a friend of mine, uh, Liz, uh, was in town and she is the beer lady 215 on Instagram. And uh, she's an old friend. We met years ago at a bar and um, she texted me that she was going to be in Vegas. And I said, well, let's get together. Let's meet up. So she texted me. She said, hey, we're at the restaurant and I have a surprise for you. And we walk in and there sitting at the table is the always wonderful and beautiful Marissa Magnata, um, who is uh, uh, on Preston and Steve. She's one of the producers or the producer for the Preston and Steve show. Uh, in Philadelphia. And oddly enough, I've got like all my chef guys with me and all my buddies and friends. And then I've got my friends from Philly at the same time. So the party's just kind of starting to grow. So we end up leaving this awesome Chinese place called the Joyful House, um, which has this, um, they, they do a great job. They have, they take big parties. We had like 18 of us in there. Um, and it was, uh, it was pretty cool. It was kind of neat to, to be able to go out and, and get everybody together at that one spot to try all the different stuff that we do. And we usually just let them do the ordering. Um, we have to order the Pekin duck because it's just awesome. The presentation, the side um, table side cutting of it is an, is always kind of a classic art to watch when they break down the Pekin duck. So, but, um, 
But it was just kind of a great week. You know, we ended up at the Double Down afterwards, which is my favorite dive bar in the country. And there happened to be a dispensary next door, a 24-hour dispensary. So ended up getting some edibles and some some fun little weed things that we got to play with while we were out there. So it was kind of cool. But um, so after, you know, after a whole crazy week of going out with these guys and clubbing, and I ended up going to uh, Moderano's in, uh, in Vegas. I'll be honest with you, man. Steve, I, I, I love you, brother. I do. Um, uh, you know, I think I thought that meatball could have been better, man. I wanted a better meatball. I really did. I wanted a better meatball. So, um, but the other stuff was good. I enjoyed it. So, Steve, we'll chat about that in another time. If anybody's friends with Steve out there, tell him I said, hey, he's a good dude. Uh, yo, cuz. That's what I got for him. Yo, cuz. So, going forward, uh, you know, I, I, I got to spend like a full-blown uh, two days at home um, before I had to crush it out in Wildwood, New Jersey for this new restaurant. So I opened up a place called the Mud Hen Brewery in Wildwood, New Jersey, uh, which is, uh, you know, for anybody who's a Jersey Shore person, Wildwood's kind of old school. It's really neat, the Art Deco style that they have on the buildings and on a lot of the public buildings that they have, as well as all the hotels and everything. It's got that really neat kind of Art Deco 40s going into 50s style, kind of futuristic. It's really neat to see if you get down there. And my client owns two restaurants down there. One is called uh, Poppy's Pizza which is a, a an upscale pizza place. They do a really nice job. Great pizzas, wood-fired. Um, some good Italian food back there as well that they do a real nice job. And then uh, Dog Tooth, which is a, a bar, like a sports bar, right along the beach, little sports, uh, sports-themed beach bar. They do a nice job. I had a crab cake over there that was awesome. And then we opened up this property um, across the street. We did a two-week training period where we had all the staff in for two full weeks. We did menu training every day. We did cook training every day. We did turnout every single day. It really was a beautiful, beautiful opening. Um, I had brought one of my culinary assistants along with me. Her name is Jordan um, Jay Lamaro on Instagram if you want to follow her. She's very, very talented with what she does. So check her out as well at Jay Lamaro. Um, L-I-M-A-U-R-O. Plus, she's, she's just super cool. Super cool cat who was so helpful. And Jordan, I want to thank you so much for all of your hard work that you put into this project with me. And um, your organization was paramount to the success, success of it. So um, it gave me the opportunity to handle a, lot, handle a lot more of the organizational stuff that needed to be done for the kitchen with the constant changing of the menu. Um, and now this is a beach bar. It's a beach brewery that we did some pretty cool stuff. We have a lot of great barbecue on the menu. The rubs are beautiful. Um, we've got big, huge burgers that these guys are selling. Um, we did a whole bunch of varieties of wings and appetizers. And we did a really cool Brussels sprout dish, which is Brussels sprouts and a batonette of carrot um, that we actually blanch off in uh, agave and honey water. And then we fry them um, and we toss them with beer-soaked onions. So I take their mud hen uh, light, which they're calling mud light. Pretty funny. Uh, they're calling it mud light and they are, uh, we're soaking in the be the beer or the onions in this beer for 24 hours. It starts to break them down a little bit. We saute them off with a little bit of butter and then we deep fry them to order. And we do that with sesame seeds and a sweet, uh, red and apple cider vinegar gastrique, um, that we, we put over top of it. Um, it's just kind of fun, you know, a bunch of chopped herbs and whatnot in the dish. It's a nice little dish and we have some great vegetarian options on the menu too. It was a lot of fun to put this menu together. Um, I really enjoyed the process of working with these people. They just did a great job. Um, so for that whole process, it really was, uh, it, it was just a, it was a lot of fun to get into a property that the owner was so hardcore involved in the process. 
Because a lot of times the owner just doles out responsibilities. But, you know, uh, it was the first time, I'll tell you, it was a little bit crazy. It was the first time I've ever opened a property in all of the properties that I've opened where the owner would immediately, if we talked about something, he would order it. But he would order it from like three or four people. So we're sitting down at a, at a meeting talking about bread and he's texting bread purveyors and we're getting 20 different uh, vendors showing up with all these different breads. It was crazy. And then all these different meats. Okay, we have six different burgers from this company and six different from this guy and six different from this guy. And it was just a riot to watch the process. But it all came down. It really did. Uh, our first opening night was Tuesday night. Uh, we did a great job with the crew. Uh, they did an amazing job. A couple of hiccups here and there. And then we did Wednesday night, they did an awesome job. I actually wasn't home at the restaurant Wednesday night. I actually had to go home and spend some time with my girls before they took off for Europe, um, which my girls are in France right now. They're in Paris with my ex-wife. So having a great trip. Love the texts I'm getting from the girls. It's really wild to, uh, you know, Emily wants to get her nose pierced and she's buying all these great clothes. Cause I, I told her, I said, you're over there. You should take advantage of it. Get yourself some cool clothes that nobody would ever buy here. Nobody would ever sell here. So she's finding these cool little boutique spots and everything. So it's kind of nice. But um, so then Thursday, we did a friends and family again during lunch and we crushed it. We did like a little over 200 covers for lunch and they just did an amazing job. You know, dinner, we upped it a tremendous amount. We had a huge crowd in for dinner on Thursday night. Friday night was our VIP night where we, we typically... Uh, just do a VIP where we give food away throughout the night and we end up uh, opening later in the public not doing food. But the guys were doing such a great job that we opened early. You know, we started running the full menu at 8 o'clock and letting these guys execute until about midnight. And it was really a very nice night. Everybody did a great job. That was Friday. And then Saturday uh, was my final day. Um, so I got into the restaurant. We executed a bunch of stuff. We fixed any of the issues from the night before. Um, we had an amazing time just putting all the recipes together. Oscar, who's the chef over there, has just done a great job over the last couple of weeks, kind of pulling it all, to, all together, hiring staff, getting everybody in. So it's been kind of cool to watch that whole thing happen. And then, uh, then I came home. Uh, I, I stayed Saturday night. I had some uh, met some friends down there, went out and had a couple of drinks on Saturday night. And then drove home Sunday morning after finalizing the project. So whenever I open a restaurant or I do that, I sit down with the owners right after we open. And um, I basically kind of present to them all the items that they've quote unquote purchased. You know, so they purchase a menu and they purchase uh, uh, training and everything else. So I leave them with all of the tools that they need to succeed to move forward. And it's kind of fun to sit down with the owners at that point and do that. Because a lot of times it's that final piece that they get to see um, before, uh, you know, before I leave or before they send, before they pay that final bill or whatever it is. So um, I don't know if you can hear this breeze right now, but I just walked down on my deck um, in Jamaica overlooking the beach. And uh, I'll tell you what, it's it's pretty badass out right now. So hopefully you guys can still hear me and uh, there's, there's no issues here. But um, so with a lot of that being said, you guys kind of get the idea of, of the way that it's been for the last three weeks. I mean, it's just been pure craziness between flying and traveling and driving and staying and opening restaurants and doing all that, that I had to get out of town. Um, so I booked a, a cool little trip down to Jamaica. Uh, I did it through my cousin, who is a uh, uh, not only an awesome person, she also has a little travel agent. Uh, business that she does. So if you guys want any, any help, Lauren will totally take care of you. Lauren and her mom. Um, they're my cousins, man. So you reach out to me, uh, just send me an email 
and I'll connect you guys, but I was able to book a last-minute trip down to Jamaica at an all-inclusive resort that I've really not taken as much um, advantage of the all-inclusive part as much as I have of everything else. Um, the local community, I went out to eat last night, uh, met a bunch of people uh, from California. So uh, one of the girls, was it was her 30th birthday, so we took her out uh, to this little shitty uh, place that I'm really not proud of. But you know what? It did its job last night. It wasn't for me. It was for everybody else. So um, had some pretty crappy food. But tonight I'm going to find a better spot. I think I'm going to end up at Scotchy's or over at uh, another place called The Fish Hut which is where I really want to get in and dig in and get some dinner. But I'm looking out over the water right now, over this beautiful, beautiful green and blue uh, landscape that is just in front of me. I've got a sailboat over my left. I've got a kayak out there. i got some beautiful sunbathing beauties down below that I'm taking a look at. And uh, I'm looking at a charter boat coming in after just doing a bunch of fishing. Um, this is kind of the ideal world, you know? I mean, every now and then you got to get away. You got to get a break. You got to chill out for a couple of minutes and sit back and uh, take kind of uh, take take inventory of what's going on with you and yourself and everything else. And uh, I, I mean, look, it was a perfect opportunity. My girls were uh, out uh, out of the country with my ex-wife being safe and taken care of. And uh, I didn't need to be at home for anything. I've, I've mastered my responsibilities this week with my clients and everything I had to get done. Um, you know, I, I also do monitoring for restaurants. So I look at your inventories and all that stuff. So uh, I try to uh, I try to have fun in life, man. And this is uh, kind of the epitome of it right now. I'm down at the beach. Uh, I am in uh, Jamaica. Um, can you hear all that? That's a beautiful breeze coming through. It's a big boat coming in. Yeah. Okay. That was my Zen moment for everybody. So this was a really quick show. It was really important for me to get this one out to you guys. It was just kind of a recap, just to talk about some of the craziness and the wild things that we get to do. So um, if you guys do me a favor and make sure that you follow me on all of the wild stuff that I do through uh, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and everything else. I'm Chef Brian Duff on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Chef Brian Duffy on Facebook. We've got Duffified Live. I have some amazing guests coming up over the next couple of weeks, guys. Some really, really good guests coming up. We've got, um, I hope that's not blowing you guys away too much. We've got some awesome guests. We got a whole bunch of uh, these challenger shows that we've been watching uh, that I just started reaching out to. You know, there's this wild thing called the Reality Rally that happens out in California. And we're, uh, we started to connect with a couple of these people. And some of these guys have some great stories that I'm really kind of stoked about to find out about more about them. So, you know, I try to introduce different people to everybody within different parts of their lives. You know, I'm not, I'm a chef. Yeah. I talk about the hospitality business a lot and everything else. I talk about the travel, um, you know, but, but I, I really just, I, I think for me, it all comes down to the wild people that I get to meet while I'm on the road. Um, you know, I listened to a story last night about a 30 year old, uh, girl who lives in California who had a threesome. Yeah. She was telling me all about that. It was pretty funny. Um, but uh, you know, I mean, Hey, look, it was a wild world for her. And she decided to share all that information with us while we were at dinner last night. Cause she had to get it out. And, uh, I'm not sharing names. Nobody needs to know any of that shit, but it was pretty wild, man. It was pretty funny listening to that story. So, uh, I'm not going to put her on the podcast because you know, that's a little racy for the stuff that we're digging into, but, uh, you guys get the gig of, of kind of the, the wild people that we get to meet while we're on the road. Um, you know, flying down, I flew American air as I always do. And, Got to hit them up a little bit with my shoes and my pictures of and all that good stuff. And they do a little tweeting back and forth. And it's kind of fun for me. 
Yeah, whatever. I don't know. Now I'm just babbling because I'm getting ready to get on the beach. So this is my vacation podcast. Uh, I wanted to talk to you guys about the last couple of weeks. Nightclub and bar. Definitely get out there next year for the show. Um, you guys are going to be able to get a code from me uh, as we progress a little bit further. You guys can get early access to this stuff. Um, and uh, you guys can go and sign up pretty quick, actually, if you want. And you can get a $50 off by going over there and uh, to Nightclub and Bar and typing in the code CHEF. And you'll be able to get my code for tickets for next year in Vegas. So, uh, all right, everybody, thanks so much. I appreciate it. Got to thank my three big ones that you all know I love you. I got to thank Michelle out there at uh, Techno Solution for what she does for my websites and my creative process. She's pretty awesome. Maggie Gagliardi, uh, check her out on Instagram at magsart, M-A-G-Z-A-R-T. She's growing in leaps and bounds with all the work that she does. Her, 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 she's just unbelievably talented. And then on top of that, we've got the boys down there, at radioinfluence.com, who are doing a beautiful job. These guys are awesome, so accommodating for everything that we do and so, so helpful uh, with the podcast and putting it all together and executing it, promoting it, and marketing and getting sponsor, getting sponsors and everything. Um, so we want to thank everybody for all that. But uh, that's what I got, guys. Have yourselves a wonderful week. Thank you so much for hanging out with me again this week. Next week is going to be a big, fun show. I can't wait to tell you guys who we're going to have, but I'm banging out like five guests the next week. Uh, all throughout this reality stuff. So I've got some pretty cool reality stars coming on. I can't wait for you guys to check them out. Thanks so much. Have a great week. Adios. Didn't get Duffified enough? Follow Chef Brian Duffy on Facebook and on Twitter at Chef B-R-I-D-U-F-F. Look for the blue verified checkmark to get exclusive content and to see what's coming up on next week's show. This has been Duffified Live with Chef Brian Duffy on Radio Influence. This is a Beyond the Badge with Vincent Hill Quick Fix on Radio Influence. Fact is, no one said they couldn't go into Starbucks. There was not a sign that said coloreds not allowed. We don't serve coloreds here. No, they were told if you're not a paying customer, you cannot use the restroom and you cannot sit here. But the, the, the part that gets me the most about this entire thing is when are we going to stop a making yourself the victim and b making everyone else look guilty or feel guilty or cave to what you want, cater to your needs to try to appease you? Because now the Starbucks CEO is coming out and saying we're reviewing our policies and, you know, this, that and the other and blah, blah, blah. And we apologize. Well, I don't apologize because if the police show up and tell me to leave, guess what? To avoid me being put in handcuffs, I'm just going to leave. It had nothing to do with race. Beyond the Badge with Vincent Hill can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and RadioInfluence.com.